Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, it's IWS Radio, featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players, with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the Palatial Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, as always, a mere few hundred miles away, a man who was born to become a professional fly fisher instead became a professional pod. Caster. Ha! See what I did there? The J-Man, bitches! I think J-Man should host a talk show on TV. Probably a late night show. Very late. Late. And on a very obscure channel that doesn't broadcast in Canada. (laughs) Wow. Hola, everybody. And welcome. <laughs> this is J-Man here in my luxurious studios in Redneckville, Arkansas. How you doing, Matt? I don't know, J-Man. It's questionable. Coming off 12 days, <laughs> and then I had I had yesterday off. Uh, sometimes having the whole day off is worse than working. A little harder on the body. <laughs> Well, yeah, coming off that 54-hour week where the joints are screaming and hurting and the weather was sucky, mm-hmm. but now it's okay now. It's a beautiful day <clears throat> here in Bagwine, Ohio. Not a cloud <laughs> in the sky. How about that? Yes. But, but you know, on the positive side, uh, Mikey acted quickly, getting someone new in there, and we're back in our regular time here at high noon. Yes, that's very fortunate. However, J-Man, I went to the uh, beer mine about 20 minutes before the show. The beer mine conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road here in Bagwine, Ohio. Someone who just started today showed up five minutes late. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so this could be our last noon show for a while. We'll see. We'll see. It's not a good sign. (laughs) Not a good sign at all. Yeah. So, 
But until now, I mean until then, and we may get a Thursday show prep, Thursday morning show prep this week. I mean, I'm sure she'll get at least one more day, work things out, work out the kinks. So as of now, she's supposed to work Thursday? I think so. That could change after today. So? I'll find I, out I like tomorrow. How, I'll get back like, with you. I like it. I like how <laughs> Mr. Vague pretty much runs your life. <laughs> well, where, concerning the beer mine, yes, he's in charge. <sighs> anyway, yeah, well, just let us know. Just, you know, just I, I will. Let me I can't help it yeah. that the owner of the beer mine, conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road, is so mercurial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Things can change in a flash. Because as you know, J-Man, we were going to do the show tonight at 8 until, what, Friday at 12.02 when I got there and found out that, I don't know, J-Man, reschedule it for noon. Yeah, and here's the funny thing. When I originally uh, scheduled the show, I scheduled it for noon. and Just out of habit? As soon as I, yes, and just out, well, maybe, maybe habit, maybe I have ESPN. I don't know, but uh, I (laughs) I scheduled it for noon, and as soon as I hit the uh, the little button to create the show, I thought, ah, crap. And so I immediately went back in, and I edited it for 8 p.m., and then a couple yeah. hours later, you're like, hey, change it to noon. Yep. You know, we're the ones who are supposed to be in charge of all this. I wish people would quit messing with our minds. Oh, I know. I keep, you know, my I keep trying every day. I'm thinking about taking control of my life. <laughs> it seems to be impossible to do because I of know. other people. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. And then, know. J-Man, I we ha- I, if we won the lottery. If we won the lottery, maybe then we would have control. No, because it would still it would still be bad. Because just like today, I had to open the chat room in another window. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, Back BTR and is being Back a little quirky today. Being a little yeah. quirky. And uh, anybody out there? I see uh, Bobcats in the chat room. And, you know, anybody any BTR host out there? They seem to be having a problem with the Skype BTR connection. You'll have to use the direct connect or call in via the telephone. Yes. To host your show. But the Google Connect works fine on the guest line. Yeah, excellent. Phone line works fine. Probably shouldn't have said that. But yeah. yeah. Well, it's early still. You think it happens? Yeah, so early. But, uh, if you normally use Skype to call in, I would say use use your your phone and then mute yourself and call in on the guest line on either Google or Skype and you know do it that way. Yeah. That would be my recommendation. I'm a helpful guy like that, just handing out. You are. To people. You are helpful, Jay. <laughs> yep. Tell you what, Jay, man, <laughs> it was a pretty boring week aside from the new hire that and then shows up late and then blah 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 blah. <clears throat> Except for Tuesday. But then again, only three hours on Tuesday, J-Man, from three to six at the beer mine. 
Uh-huh. It was nonstop. Non-stop. The weather was crappy. It Goodness. was humid. It was cloudy. It was drizzling. It was hot. And they never stopped hmm. coming. Each one, <laughs> each one dumber than the one that just left, Jay, man. People I had never seen before mm-hmm. because our regulars, they're top notch for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. But, uh, oh, my God. Thinking, where are these people coming from? Why are they out here on a Tuesday between and three, between three and six? A car every frickin' ninety seconds. They uh, come from all over the American Midwest I to guess. experience the beer mine. That's what. Well, they about. need to stop. They need to. <laughs> the word stop. has gotten out. The word <laughs> has gotten out through this show, probably. And probably free advertising so. We give it the beer mine. <laughs> All this free advertising yeah. and new customers we get to bear in mind, and what do we get it and get back from them? Heartache. Heartache, exactly. Maybe. Show prep at Thursday not on Thursday night, which doesn't go well because someone's not all together usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and someone else didn't even show this last week. Yeah, well. Neither did I, really. So I did sort of. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> but anyway, during this three-hour period between three and six on Tuesday, there was an exclamation point on all the lunacy that went on. <clears throat> About two minutes till six, the last customer in this little window of craziness. I walk out, and there's this chick bawling her eyes out. I mean, she's very upset. Uh-oh. I've oh seen her boy. before. Not, I, I don't see her often, but I, she's come through once in a while. She's just crying and wailing and finally spits out that I need a pack of cam, camel menthols. I said, okay, okay, okay. So I walk <laughs> in and get them, hand them to her, and she's... Her hands are shaking. She's bawling. She's getting her money up, and she's saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said, no, 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 no need to be sorry. So she finally gives me her money, and I go in, ring it out, and walk back to give her her change, and that's when she's still crying and blurts out, I hate men. Oh, Oh, man. And that was the exclamation you, point on that. Did you, did you just say, so do I, you know, help her out a little? <laughs> no, well, no I said to myself, which I typically do, Jamie, that's very unfortunate. Uh-huh. Oh, well, I, I think what. this woman is off her rock. I think she's lost her mind. Well, I know. And the funny <laughs> thing is, after she left, and I'm already on edge because I haven't been able to get a cigarette it was like someone, the hand of God, turned off the faucet of stupid. Because I, oh my God, I did five times as much in those three hours than I did in the last hour. It was just like dead. It was like God was playing with my mind. <laughs> God likes to mess with people like that. I know. So that's how my week went. How the hell? How the heck are you? 
Well, my week went okay. There was nothing really uh, big happening, nothing earth-shattering. Um, it was a very unfortunate situation where they were out of chicken tenders at the deli That's at the right. Walmart. So, uh, you know, I, that's not good. Hey, when you're an addict, you know, you know, for them to sit there and say, uh, sorry. You know. Well, what happened was, there was they had a big pile of them, and they put all of them in a great big container and handed them to this woman who had ordered chicken tenders for some big get-together, like bridge club or something, I don't know. And, uh, and I was like, all I wanted was like two of them, man. He's like, sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, he didn't even say he was sorry. That was the worst part. He could have shown <laughs> a little sympathy. Could have given you two. Scrounged up a couple. But anyway, that was, you know, that was pretty much the low line of the week. I do have a new neighbor. I've mentioned this before. I mentioned on, on Facebook, I had my, uh, my my list of hopes and dreams for the new neighbor, and uh, the maintenance guy told me that you know it was a, it was a dude, and uh, I noticed that he moved in yesterday. Uh, his, the window was the uh, blinds were open and the lights were on, and I took a little peek in there, and uh, his uh, his style looks to be uh, early American garage sale in terms of <laughs> furniture. <laughs> Stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of mismatched furniture, and I just uh, the, the first thing that hit me was I thought this this screams middle aged divorced dad right here. Oh boy! <laughs> so, we'll see how it goes. Oh boy! Does he have a cat? <laughs> Not that I know of. Okay. But. Well, it might work out. <laughs> I hope he does get a cat because I mean he won't have doesn't have kids. If right. Well, yeah. Of, yeah. If he has kids, they'll be over there every other weekend. Oh God! Outside, yeah, that's right. I mean, they'll be standing out there going, "I'm bored." And you're sitting out there on your front porch. They want to talk to you. Oh, I know. They start telling me about their their little bunny they have at home or something. I give a crap. Yeah. Mommy and Daddy are divorced. Yeah, it's your fault, probably, kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them love you anyway, so what's it matter? Uh-huh. <laughs> but then Matt The whole week turned around And everything ended on a very positive note when, Really? Uh, a, guy by the, a guy by the name of Marcus Allen For Penn State Blocked a field goal attempt By <laughs> Ohio State last night well, And some other man. dude picked it up and Ran it into the end zone For the winner Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Late last night I could hear hear someone saying this all the way from Columbus. Fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous. <laughs> fucking ponderous. Very unfortunate. <laughs> it was. It, it was. You know, it was twenty-one to uh, twenty-one seven. Yeah. Uh, 
going into the fourth going into the fourth quarter, they were per, pretty much in control of the game, and uh, things just fell apart. I don't really know what happened because I was watching the LSU Ole Miss game, and uh, people started talking about Penn State, so I flipped it over there, and it was Ohio State was lining up to punt, and uh, Penn State blocked the punt. And then I guess they they scored and then they blocked that field goal and went in and won the game with it. So yep, it's exciting. It's exciting. Ohio State's okay. They're still you know they'll still get into the playoffs probably. <clears throat> assuming they assuming that they win the Big Ten championship game. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, they're oh, taking the position too, don't they? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and Nebraska. Oh, OSU actually got hosed. There was a pass oh, God, down field. Oh, boy. That was a pass interference oh, all the way. <laughs> that, was, that was textbook pass interference. It was so obvious and so bad that Kirk Herbstreit clearly couldn't even process it. He was trying to figure it out as he was watching the replay, like, did they really miss that? <laughs> exactly. How did you miss that? I mean, I loathe Ohio State, but come on. <laughs> I know. See, that's exactly why I would get fired in my first game as a color commentator. I say, well, here's the replays. You see, he's going deep. But I, Jesus Christ, how the fuck do you miss that? <laughs> and exactly. I'd be, I'd be fired. <laughs> yeah, that dude, the uh, Penn State defensive back just grabbed the receiver by the arm and just pulled him down. <laughs> I know, and the ball hits the guy in the face. Yeah, well. Right, right. Which is where his hands would have been if he had used them. Exactly. Someone else would have occupied them at the time. <laughs> I find it unfortunate and incredibly funny at the same time because it was the Ohio State University. Yeah. So anyway, so Ohio State fans, just stay calm. It's going to be okay. It'll be It'll all right. Be could be worse. You could be Arkansas fans. Yeah. Ooh, you can't beat Alabama anyway this year, so just suck it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and J-Man. Yeah. I, I had a highlight this week. Not everything has oh. been bad. I went, out, I went out to breakfast yesterday. Oh, did you? I did. I got up early, went out to Frisch's. Checked out the breakfast bar with one beer mine bath. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I like to scramble her eggs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> oh, like hey, wait, no. Don't, don't talk like I'd like to make her over easy. Yes. Oh, no. That's not sexist at all. <laughs> no, it's not. We're kidding. It was all just a just oh. buddies, and she she worked for me yesterday. So, in addition to a paying her for that, you know, I thought I'd just you know take her out to breakfast, being the nice guy that I am. Oh, very thoughtful of you. Yeah, we didn't have Brunhilda though, Jay man. Although she was there, but we didn't have a. Uh, the angry waitress, different one. Oh, well, that's kind of a bummer. You've gotten used to Brunhilde. Yeah. I know. And on top of that, Beer Mine Beth was late. God, I hate 
Oh, man. <laughs> Why can't people be on time? <laughs> and it's a good thing I didn't have Brunhilde, J-Man, because you know she would have said, no one's coming. Quit, quit trying to act like someone's coming to join you. <laughs> <laughs> well, first she would have come over to your table and looked at you and rolled her eyes. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> God. I'm sorry, but we uh, we reserved the booths for more than one person. I have <laughs> someone coming. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> God. And I enjoyed a, ice, a large ice-cold glass of tomato juice. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-mm. Good. Yeah. No, you don't. You're, no. Oh my God, I love tomatoes. Yucky poo. Yucky poo. Yucky. Yeah, not a tomato. Juice. I'm okay with tomatoes. I like yeah. tomatoes, especially the little cherry tomatoes. Yeah, that's my favorite. You just don't like them squeezed into juice form. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The juice that comes from each individual tomato is okay, but all of them. <laughs> all of it together, and then just drink the juice. That doesn't work for me. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I find that a little odd, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You know. (laughs) We all have our quirks, don't we? (laughs) Yes, we we do. (laughs) (sighs) So there you have it. All right. Well, all right. Not a bad week. Not a bad week. Got okay. Here we are back at our, our regular time and all that. Got a nice, nice crowd in the chat room. Which oh, I know. You, uh, click over your other screen. You'll see. I did a minute ago. I'm not going back. Okay. Well, we have a number of guests in there, Matt. A number of them this week. Well, That's pretty exciting. Yes. Mm-hmm. All oh, of yes, them sitting there do. staring at their screen. Staring at the screen, yeah. can't do a damn thing. Probably got things they'd like to say to us, but they can't. Probably. No, they can't. There's no way to do that, is there? Actually, I'm glad you asked. There is a way to do that. Really? Yes. If guests would like to participate in the chat room, then all you have to do is register at blocktalkradio.com. It's free, fast, and easy, just like your host. You could even sign in through your sign in through your Twitter or Facebook accounts if you like. Get out of here. Yeah, and then when you do that, you could share the show with the whole world. Share with everybody. Sure. We'd like that. You, you they might tweet, you could share. We'd like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, your friends might get pissed, but you know, you know. <laughs> then again, they might thank you for sharing this <laughs> gem. Might even send you a Christmas present. That's right. You might become their BFF. Uh Uh-huh. You might. Right. But along with those guests, Matt, why don't we just do this? Who is in the IWS chat room? Brought to you by Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas. And make your home a heavenly palace. Visit 
heavenly-senses.com today. go to Heavenly Senses. That's heavenly-senses.com and stock up on those Heavenly Senses. I might order some lavender incense. I'll order anything she has as long as it smells yes. like Maru. Mm-hmm. You know, lavender is supposed to be calming for people, you know, Anxious, got anxiety and shit. Lavender's yeah. supposed to settle. Well, I know you're a very high, strong man, Jamin. I do. I have pro- I have problems here and there. Got anger issues. <laughs> I've been told, but I tell you what, people in the chat room, all perfectly normal and beautiful and sexy people, being led, right here, front left listening to the show, enjoying himself, and participating in the show. Our senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft, is here. Who is the man bringing the cheese to that land? Bobby! Right on. Who makes us feel better when he whips out his sharp cheddar? Bobby! Well, team monster Here's the man with his curves and way in hand. Bobby! He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bobby! Yeah. <laughs> he is the man. He is the man. Mm-hmm. Word to and another monster. guy. <laughs> and another guy who is the man. As in the the bum man, the host of the bumcast, Mister Bumming with Bobcat is in our chat room. B u m w i n e b o b c a t meow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's dot com slash someone Bob. Check him out, 11 p.m. Eastern tonight. He's got another guest on, got another hottie on there tonight. Oh, really? All right. Yeah, yeah. He had, you know, he had the uh, the singer-songwriter last week, and this week he's gone back to to his base, gone back to the hottie. <laughs> and his yeah. base is the basest of human beings. <laughs> Let's see who else we got here. Oh, we've got, well, once again, I tell you, he has a, a surprising streak of showing up every Sunday, which we didn't think <laughs> would happen. But our senior Man. foreign correspondent, Mr. Guy on your dick, is here with us again. Guy, Matt Man, Guy on your dick here, coming to you live from the RWS Radio chat room. And now I'm tossing it back to you guys in the studio. Oh, yeah. You're going to hear from... um, You're going to hear from Guy and Bobby later. Oh, yeah. In reference to a new... Ladies and gentlemen, in reference to a new... uh, 
new business Jay and I have begun. So new venture, yep. Yep. Ranching out. <clears throat> there. Another guy you're going to hear from a little bit later, and he's in our chat room, monitoring oh, everyone, making sure everything stays in li- everybody stays in line. Nobody does anything crazy. The mayor of Marion, Ohio, is here, Mr. Jesse Ferg. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Rock your world, baby. I'll tell I you. Know. <clears throat> and let's see who else is in the chat room. I guess. Oh, there she is. She was so quiet, I almost missed her. <laughs> <laughs> of course. The quiet one, our friend who sits there respectfully and listens and doesn't bother anybody. Miss no. 2CM is here. Where Susie see Where Susie see Where Susie see baby, where you been? Susie see Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. On our very last show ever. I want Sue to call in, assuming we know it's our last show in advance. After she dyes her hair black. Sure. Yes. Be fine. And, of course, Matt Man in the chat room. Oh, boy. Breezing. Breezing in the hammer. Oh. Bringing the charm and charisma that this show so desperately needs. Mm-hmm. And the cleavage. <laughs> Our Canadian Bureau Chief number 13, number 13 on your scorecard, number one in your heart, Miss Jamie Maple Leaf. <laughs> Jamie Maple Leaf. Breeze and Hot buttered muffins, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just came up with the name of a... uh, That'll be a show title at some point. Hot buttered muffins. (laughs) Hot buttered muffins. Oh, yeah. So, there we go. There's the chat room. Yeah. Rolling right along. And uh, that is... uh, that has been, was, sure. our uh, Witty Banter, our Witty Banter segment. 
Yeah. I thought it went well. It bantered along. It bantered. It bantered. Yeah. Uh, who is the uh, the witty banter state sponsor this week, Matt? Well, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the state sponsor of this week's IWS Radio Witty Banner Show portion has been brought to you by the natural state, the great state of Arkansas. Hey, all right. Yes. Home yeah, why don't of the you lay a few of these? Yeah, why don't you lay a few of these on us, Matt? Hang on to your britches, boys and girls. It's time for an IWS Radio Super Happy Fun Fact. Well, J-Man, let mm-hmm. me tell you. Not that I need to tell you, so let me tell the audience. Did you know that the mockingbird is the official state bird of Arkansas? <laughs> I did know that because it was a nah. it was a Jeopardy question this last week. <laughs> oh my god! It was officially that's funny. It was officially designated <laughs> such in 1929. Mm. All right. Did you know that Clark Bluff, overlooking the St. Francis River, contains enough chalk to supply the nation for years? Shazam! I know. Did not know know that. Yeah. A lot of chalk in Arkansas. Something new about my home state. Yep. The world's championship duck calling contest is held annually in Stuttgart. Yep. Oh, yeah. Duck hunting heaven down there. You got a lot of Germans down there in Stuttgart. What's up with the name Stuttgart? Stuttgart, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Joe Weinhoven. <laughs> Bobby Joe Gary. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Cash was born in Kingsland, Mm -hmm. Arkansas. Where is Kingsland, Jay Man? Where is Kingsland? Cotton Country, over uh, in eastern Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas contains over 600,000 acres of lakes and 9,700 miles of streams and rivers. Wow. That's a lot of water. Yeah. You guys are probably drowning down there, aren't you? Kind of. Now, you don't expect it, though. I mean, you get Surprise! 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 J-Man and ladies and gentlemen, Alma, Arkansas, and I don't know why it says this, claims to be the spinach capital of the world. Really? Yeah. I've been, I've I been don't to like Alma, that. Arkansas, and I had no idea that they... Well, uh, and I don't like how this was written. Why did they have to write it 
they claim to be the spinach <laughs> capital of the world. Well, because you get there looking for spinach, and you might say, I've been, I say, I've been hornswoggled. Well, yeah, that could be. <laughs> A lot of military leaders have come out of Arkansas. Douglas MacArthur was born in Little Rock mm-hmm. in 1880. He was. Yeah. He was. And then, of course, you produced. He's a jackass. Well, yeah, he was. <laughs> Then <laughs> on the other end you have fancy boy sissy pants General Wesley Clark coming out of Arkansas. Uh-huh. Yeah. And J Man, do you know what the official state beverage is of Arkansas? We drink because it's good. Because it feels better than unbuttoning your collar. Because we deserve it. We drink because it's what men do. It's wine. <laughs> Milk. Milk. Oh, okay. <laughs> the fiddle is the official state instrument. Oh, you know it. Damn right. And lastly, they have a, there's a Fiddler's Convention that goes on every year right here in Redneckville. Of course there is. Why wouldn't there be? <laughs> they get a little wild. Sometimes the let convention just breaks out spontaneously, doesn't it? Well, let me tell you, that's the weekend that the uh, that the bikers don't don't bother coming here. They get a little worried about those fiddlers. Oh yeah, they're a dirty lot. Can't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you've talked about this. A person from Arkansas is called an Arkansan. But don't you prefer Arkansas-er? Right. It's Arkansas-er. It should be Arkansas-er because it's Arkansas, not Arkansas. So we're Arkansas-ers. Seems obvious enough to me. Oh, but me as well. Some and people, lastly, you don't want to go the other way with it. <laughs> no. We don't need any trouble down in Arkansas, folks. Let's just stick to. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to get out the Redneckville phone book and call the KKK, which still has a number. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, they're listed. And finally, Jay Man, the state mineral of Arkansas. Is bauxite. Just fucking dandy. Yep. If you're a lover, if you're a lover of bauxite, visit the natural state. And there's, there's a there's a there's a town, bauxite, Arkansas, down there near really? near Benton. Yep. Um, my mother's oh. grandfather on her father's side yes. owned the bauxite yes. store. Back in the day, really? That's all they called. You didn't, you couldn't buy bauxite there. It was like a general store, but they called it the bauxite store because it was a store. So it was false advertising, pretty much. Well, kind of, but it was, you know, it was in bauxite, so. No, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, let's have slide. So there you have it. And of course, home of. 
Bill Clinton. So. Right, Mike Huckabee. You know, well, we I wasn't going to mention the Huckabee. Now it seems so. out, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Fascinating. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And of course, uh, a lot of good music has come out of Arkansas over the years. Oh, I bet. A lot of people. A lot of people don't really. It's kind of surprising. And uh, of course, I could have gone with the obvious on the, you know, but I don't like to go with the obvious. We discussed this last. I week. know you don't. So I didn't go with uh, Johnny Cash or Charlie Pride or Conway Twitty or Scott Joplin. Oh. You know, the obvious one. Yeah. 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 Oh, Conway, great man. Ugh. But uh, <clears throat> so the two that I had it down to was I was I was going to go with either the late great Levon Helm. Oh, yeah. Passed away recently, played with the band. Or my favorite Arkansas band, which would be the Cape Brothers, who had a couple of hits back in the 70s, and I used to go watch them play a couple times a month down at George's Majestic Lounge on Dixon Street in Fayetteville. (laughs) But then all my problems were solved when I went on YouTube. And here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the late, great Live on Helm with the Cape Brothers oh. doing Sweet Peach Georgia Wine. Well. for Arkansas would be to find out if they provide Donald, if Arkansas provides Donald Trump with its largest margin of victory among states. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to have one somewhere. Why not Arkansas? Yeah, I guess. Yep. So there we go. Here's to Arkansas, here's to the good-looking chat room, and here's to... Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Evidently, we have breaking news, J-Man. Oh, boy. Oh, it's... Uh, oh, my God, I see it coming over the screen now. It's Roddy Woodcock of TMZ. Let's see what old uh, Roddy has to say. Roddy Woodcock here. For TMZ. I know, 
most of you think of Matman being a light-hearted man about town who is happily married to Schmoop. But he has a darker, more wantonly sexual side that he puts on display from time to time. He used his international internet radio fame to seduce a young woman at the Frisch's breakfast bar yesterday. Don't believe me? I have it on tape. Take a listen and take that, IWS Radio, who wouldn't hire me two years ago. Play it, Sam. Hey there, ladies. It's Beer Mind Beth. I just want to give you a little preview of what happened today. Matt Man took me to breakfast. And let me tell you, ladies, it was awesome. He busted my yolks, scrambled my eggs, and when we were done, mm-hmm, he paid for it. That boy is badass. Wow. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Somebody, I mean, I somebody did. got that. Boy, somebody got syrup poured over their pancakes this morning, let me tell well, you. Well, you know, I thought it was just <laughs> an innocent breakfast. That bacon was sizzling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> well, I'm kind of red faced. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you didn't know the paparazzi was going to be following you around. No, I didn't. I didn't. It, it, it must have been that guy at the table behind us, you know, J-Man, because I told you old beer mine Beth had a gawker just staring at her. Yeah? Yeah. yeah that, must, that must have been old Roddy Woodcock. That was probably Roddy Woodcock right there. Yeah. Following you around. Yeah, you should have known. Something was up when he just asked for plain toast and water. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess oh, I'll have to anyway, apologize to later. Okay. I guess so. You'll have, you'll have to deal with this scandal somehow. I would say the uh-huh. best way to deal with it is to deny it ever happened. It seems to be. She's what lying, Jay, Donald man. Trump has I don't even think that was beer yeah. mind Beth. Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think, I, I think, do that. Deny, deny, deny. Exactly. The three best ways to go at it, right there. Yes. And uh, of course, you have the backing of IWS Radio in our worldwide first audience. We are all behind you 100%. Thank you very much. And I have the backing of to... We Love Cunts and Dicks. So. Right. Right. And you don't, I mean, sure, you know, Paul Ryan might abandon you, but IWS Radio won't. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Maybe I'll go see Jerry Falwell Jr. And ask there you go. I'll give a speech at Liberty he, University. He, right. And he will refuse to allow the student newspaper to criticize you. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I like the best about it. <laughs> <laughs> at Liberty University. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, anyway, there was the uh, the third debate this week. 
There was, and, yeah. Uh, it, it, went, it went great for Trump again, just as the other two have. Uh-huh. And, uh, there was a there was a pretty uh, uh, there was a moment that uh, from that debate that kind of caught everybody's attention. It made everybody kind of sit up and take notice. Um, and that would be when uh, Donald Trump said that he may or may not <laughs> accept the results of the election. <laughs> yes. That he will keep everybody in suspense. And uh, needless to say, his his surrogates his. Uh, his campaign spokespeople have been out there the rest of the week uh, explaining this that away. And, uh, well, our newest uh, talk show, which is hosted by our Canadian Bureau Chief, Ms. Jamie Maple Leaf, called Eye on America, uh, yes. decided that, you know, see if she could uh, book somebody from the Trump campaign to come in and talk about it. And luckily for her, Kelly Ann Conway, Excellent. Trump campaign manager, was available. So right. take it away. Jamie and Kellyanne. Hi guys, this is IWS Radio Canadian Bureau Chief Jamie Maple Leaf, and this is Eye on America. Well, the debates are over, and the U.S. presidential campaign has finally entered into the home stretch. One of the most talked about moments from those debates was when Donald Trump refused to say that he would accept the outcome of the election. He has repeatedly implied that the election is rigged, and when he was pressed by Chris Wallace, he said, I want to keep people in suspense about whether or not he would accept the results of the vote. So with us today is Trump campaign manager Kellyanne Conway. Thank you so much for joining us, Kellyanne. My question to you is, Will Donald Trump accept the results of the vote of the American people, even if he loses the election? Oh, okay, great question, and I see why you would ask it, since this is something that has come up. But you know, there's no reason to say that we accept the results of the election, because there haven't been any results yet, because Election Day is still a couple of weeks away. But on Election Day, there will finally be votes, and those votes will be counted, and then that will be that. I will say that Al Gore did the same thing. Well, not exactly, but he didn't accept the results. Well, he did concede, but he took it to court, and that's what Donald Trump means, is that he will keep his options open, and if things are close, he'll decide then, because, you know, this is a very, very close election. I just saw a poll showing Trump up three in Texas, so he's doing quite well, and it's much closer than the media will admit. I think mostly, though, people just need to learn to have a sense of humor about these things. It's an election, and it's important, sure. But that doesn't mean we can't have a little lefty and enjoy ourselves. I know I'm enjoying myself more than I ever have. All those stories about how Kellyanne is looking for a back door, or Kellyanne is sending signals that she knows her candidate is a sociopath, and it's darkness and noon for Kellyanne, whatever that one meant, are just silly. I love my job, and we're going to win on Election Day because that's the people vote. Oh, sure, some of the votes are before Election Day and by mail. Those sometimes get counted after Election Day. But Election Day is my last day, at, well, I mean, until whatever job I get in the Trump White House. But we haven't discussed that at all, even though I'm sure it will be very nice. Um, I really have no idea what you just said. But you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. Join us next time on Eye on America 
and we will take a closer look at whatever the next crazy thing that happens in the U.S. This is former President Richard Nixon back from the grave to remind you that failure to listen to IWS radio would be criminal. All right. I, yeah. I guess she explained I it thought, away. I thought for a minute I was listening to Slider Ballscock Conway. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, kind of filibustered her time there, but. Y- yes, she did. Anyway. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. You know, you know who did a great job in that was Jamie, Jamie Mapleleaf. Fantastic. Of course, you know where she got her skills, J-Man? Her interview where? skills? From the IWS Radio School of Broadcasting. Sign up today. Give us a call at 661-244-9852, and within six weeks, you can be an international Internet radio star just like Jamie Maple Leaf. Isn't that right, Jamie? Hi, Chuckleheads. Jamie Maple Leaf here, and let me tell you, when Jay and Matt hired me as an intern years ago, they suggested that I enroll in the IWS Radio School of Broadcasting as well. I did, and boy am I thankful that I did. After years of being just another unheard voice in the world, I have become an international internet radio star, have let my girls loose by tossing my bra, and my voice has become loud proud and sassy. Thanks, IWS Radio School of Broadcasting. There you go. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's wonderful the way she's blossomed under the tutelage of the IWS Radio School of Broadcasting. It is. And folks, you could too. So just call us up at 661-244-9852 and we'll schedule your classes Today. Reasonable tuition rates. Of course. Okay. Uh, You're not Matt, dealing with Trump news. University here. You're dealing with IWS. No. <laughs> That's right. And we, and, but we have some breaking news, Matt. The uh, uh, IWS's law firm, We Love Cunts and Dicks, has sent out their spokesman. Uh, he has a statement on behalf of Matman concerning the incident this morning, which was alluded to by Roddy Woodcock of TMZ. Oh, excellent. Let's hear what he has to say. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Thank you. Okay, there we go. Thank you. There we go. That is a solid denial right there that you can trust. I feel vindicated now. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> All right. And, uh, by the way, the Giants have defeated the Rams. Oh, so. damn it. <laughs> Sunday is off 
back back to normal. I had an eleven week win, eleven game win last week, but things are clearly back to normal this week. Well, I'm one and one so far, so yeah, that's that's where I'll probably finish. Hey, whatever it is, however many games there are, fourteen. I'll finish seven and seven. I'm uh, lucky. It's just a bum wine league. It's not like it's a major league or anything. So. Right. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Oh, briefly, briefly speaking of sports, here's to the Cubs. That was nice to see. Yeah, okay. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Congratulations to the Cubs and some of their fans. Okay, there. Feel better? (laughs) Two loser towns going at it in the World Series. I like that. The Great Lakes World Series. Yeah. The Cubs from Chicago and the Indians from Believe Land. Hell yeah. The way Cleveland's going, you know, they win the NBA championship, and here they are in the World Series. The the second half of the NFL season, Cody Kessler will probably break out and prove to be that franchise quarterback they've been looking for since Tim Couch days. Yeah. (laughs) The only people people in Cleveland who didn't have a good year was the uh, people who went to the GOP convention, so – Hey <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that did not, that didn't work out so well for him, did it? No, it didn't. And J Man. Guess yes. what we're approaching. Guess what we are We, we are approaching. approaching. We are approaching a little a little moment in time that I like to call the top of the hour. Yes. Buddy Acapella. The music is atrocious, the lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey! 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 Yeah. So we're talking talk shows this week, and I don't know, I've got a couple talk show related songs. I don't know about you, Jay, man. What you got? Kind of. Kind of. Semi-related. Kind of, do you want me to kick it off or do you want to go? You oh, want to go what first the hell? Go ahead. Kick it off, buddy. Well, all right. I'll kick it off. It's it's not really talk show related, but he's done a lot of talking in his life. <laughs> he, he's been on a lot of talk shows. He uh-huh. talked to an empty chair four oh years ago. God. He talked to an empty chair. And oh uh, he also God. sings. And when he sings, oh. he likes to talk to the trees. Here, it's Clint Eastwood. I talk to the trees, but they don't listen to me. I talk to the stars, but they never hear me. The breeze hasn't time to stop and hear what I say. I talk to them all in vain. 
Suddenly my words reach someone else's ear Touch someone else's heartstrings too I tell you my dream And while you're listening to me I suddenly see them come true. <laughs> there you go. Clean Eastwood. That was beautiful. Beautifully bad. <laughs> uh huh. But I think you're going to top oh. it, aren't you, Matt? Or, in this case, well, bottom it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bottom it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, we are uh, doing a talk show talk show today. And who better than to sing for us today than one of the pioneers of TV talk shows, the mouth that roared, one Mr. Morton Downey. Oh, God. Hey there, Mr. Dealer. I hope you're proud of what you do. But I've got a little bit of news, especially for you. You know that lovely child you used to hold in your arms so close. She just dropped dead from the drugs you spread. Another cocaine overdose. Oh, yeah. So take your drugs and shove them We've had a fill of them We won't crack in your ass It's on death row And your epitaph will read Here lies a man of reason Fine sucking drug pushing son of a bitch We hope that you die slow We hope that you die slow. <laughs> Martin Downey Jr., ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. That is one well, horrible human being right there, man. Yeah, well. But he had a good message on that song. Good message. Yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah. Standing up for good people right there. Sure. <clears throat> oh, God. Well, Matt, for my good yeah. song this week, it's kind of a little different. I went a little different direction here. Stuck with talk show. And just kind of different okay. direction in the, the singing part of it. Okay. This is from this is from a lot of people don't know that Johnny Carson, the greatest talk show host of all time. Yes, indeed. actually started out as a song and dance man. Oh. Played the drums. He uh, sang with uh, the Rat Pack a couple of times, a few times, and on the penultimate episode of the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, his guest was Bette Midler. Oh yeah. And Johnny Carson and Bette Midler did a totally spontaneous duet of "Here's That Rainy Day." 
of uh, Maybe I Should Have Saved Those Leftover Dreams. Funny, Funny but here's that rainy day. Here's that rainy day, rainy day they told me about. And I laughed at the thought that it might turn out this way. Where is that worn out wish that I threw aside after it brought my love so Squeaks pretty loud, so. Well, yeah, Schmoop was chair dancing. Yeah, yeah, good stuff right there, man. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. And you know, speaking of Johnny Carson, and we were one of the reasons <laughs> that Johnny Carson was the greatest of all time was because, unlike that slobbering moron that hosts tonight's show now, Jimmy Fallon, despite the fact that Johnny Carson was super talented, he didn't try to hog the camera and demand to be 
allowed to go out there and sing with his guests and then go and get in, in between Paul McCartney and the camera and make it all about him like Jimmy Fallon yeah. does. For you Jimmy Fallon fans out there, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Johnny was all about the guest. He was. <clears throat> Good time. He, and he was. He loved bringing out kids and old people, yep. elderly, and, of course, the animals from the San Diego Zoo. Always a good time mm-hmm. the animals. Now everybody does it. Yeah. You got to copy him. Yeah. <laughs> and then some people on Fox News, they just copy Morton Downey Jr. Yes, they, what? Yes, they do. <laughs> I remember there was a uh, – uh, Dennis Leary had a, a bit about Morton Downey Jr. You remember that? <laughs> He was talking about no. how horrible he was, and he said, like, like he said, five minutes with Mort Downey Jr., Gandhi would have a hostage and a gun. Oh, I want a sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, this thing with Mort Downey Jr. would be like, is Gandhi a homo? We'll find out when we come back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jay, man. I'll tell you what, who makes a great talk show host. And he filled in on a Philadelphia radio station one night. I believe it was Philly. He wanted to do talk radio, and well, that was one Alec Baldwin, J-Man. Yeah. He didn't know how difficult doing no. talk radio was. Uh, well, surprisingly. When can we take some calls, Ivan? Whenever we want. Do we, do, we, do we have calls that are on there now? No calls, calls yet. No calls, no yet. calls yet. What number do people call to get on the air? I mean, do we have that number? It's right there. <clears throat> oh, do I have the call number in front of me? Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, that's interesting. Interesting. we have any calls yet there, Ivan? No calls. Let's read some more about Scientology. <laughs> Is Sean Hannity a Scientologist? Alec Baldwin posing the big questions tonight here. Uh, do we have any calls here yet, Ivan? None. Boy, it's just incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's how talk radio goes sometimes. By the way, Matt, if people wanted to talk to us, what could they do? <laughs> if they wanted to talk to us about Alec Baldwin getting no phone calls, they could call us at 661-244-9852. And you know that uh, Alec Baldwin hosts a uh, podcast. On, uh, really? Uh, New York Public Radio, WNYC or whatever it is, and uh, they don't take calls. <laughs> they just he just does a little interview. <laughs> Burned by that first experience. <laughs> yes. He gave up on he gave up on callers completely. Yeah, well, and who happen. can blame him? Who can blame him? Yeah. It yeah. is a bit of a struggle to get people to call. I'll tell you what, six six one two four four nine eight five two. Damn right. And J-Man, Alec, Alec Baldwin might be better on the radio if he went to the IWS School of Broadcasting. I would think so. Hey, everybody. Bobby Kraft here. And you know what? 
I was just another guy in a dead-end job looking for a career when someone told me I should get my certificate from the IWS Radio School of Broadcasting. So I did. And look at me now, a world-famous internet radio correspondent. They can do the same for you. Oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah. Yep. We, uh, we picked Bobby right out of the uh, out of the class, and he said, we're going to make you a star. Yes. <laughs> and he is, big time. Oh, God, he's, he's, he's huge. Huge. Right. So what uh um uh what are your favorite talk shows growing up? Did you watch did you stay up late and watch the Tonight Show when you were a kid? Oh yeah. I always watched Carson. Yeah, so did I. I was pretty much the only one in yep. class, in my class. Yeah. That watched Carson. Once in a while Letterman. Yeah. Yeah, when I was a kid when I was growing up I you know, be at school, people would be talking about I don't know. You know, music or cartoons or whatever the hell they were watching. I'm, I'd be like, you know, hey, did, you, did you see Dean Martin on Carson last night? They'd all just look at me. Who are they? You know, Freak. Brutal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was especially weird on Monday mornings when uh, everybody would be talking about Saturday Night Live and I was telling them all about the Soupy Sales show <laughs> on Saturday night. <laughs> I always liked Carson when he had <laughs> Angie Dickinson on. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> <How you> doing? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, nobody and nobody could bomb like Carson though. Man, he was the best. If his monologue was going badly, he just he manned up and just marched right through it. Yeah, he did. It was awesome to watch. <clears throat> and he gave never, the world David yep, Letterman and Joan Rivers. Ugh. Ugh. I loathe her. I loathe Joan Rivers. Drop dead, Joan. Oh. <laughs> I'll never forget when um one time when um Johnny Carson had uh, Dolly Parton on. And they're kinda being funny about the size of her boobs. And mm-hmm. Dolly Parton said, If you think these are big, you should see my sister. So, uh, always. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then by the time I got to college, everybody was watching Letterman. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I like Letterman, too. Oh, everybody yeah. Everybody used to. Right. Yeah, Letterman was always asking, uh, his uh, producer, how much time he had. How much time do we have? How much time do we have? And people were always mailing watches to Letterman. <laughs> yeah. But on a watch, you'll know how much time you have. God. <laughs> and and he, would occasion- he would occasionally have his mom on the show, too. Right. Which that's always a smart move. Have, have your Always a smart move, yeah. Get mom involved, yeah. Oh, Get mom yeah. involved. 
make her make her a star too. Every show is better with mom. And then uh, uh, the uh, the other great. There were three really, maybe four, but really three really really great late night talk show hosts. And then then there's everybody else. And the third great one, of course, is Tom Snyder. Oh God, love Tom. Love Tom Snyder. He had a guy from Redneckville, Arkansas, on his show one night. Really? Yes. The guy who had kept his mother, his dead mother, in a refrigerator at his home for like three months because he was going to have some dude raise her from the dead. And Tom Snyder invited him on the show to raise his mother from the dead on the show. (laughs) And because because the J-Mom is one of the coolest moms ever, she let me stay up until like 1.30 a.m. on a school night. To watch this man yeah. to raise that woman from the dead, because <clears throat> she knew I'd get up and watch it anyway. So, <laughs> let me tell you this, Jay man. I was on the Tom Snyder show. Oh yeah. Yes. This was oh god, nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety. I had to work. 12 to 7.30 at ODOT. 12 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. So I had the radio on constantly. And it was right around Christmas. And he was appalled that beer companies were using Santa Claus in their advertisements. <laughs> so I called in and chimed in on that. I I talked to him for about eh, 45 seconds. There you go. Cool. So this this was on the radio, Tom Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I was talking about the late, late, late show. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, but uh, tomorrow, actually. So you're tomorrow. saying I'm less because I talked to him on no, the radio? No, no, Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, saying? no, 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 no. I was going to, that was what I was going to point out, that Tom Snyder, <clears throat> one of the few truly great on both the radio and on TV. Yeah, and you know what I like most radio. about him, don't you, J-Man? He smoked? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> just sat there on air, just smoking away right in front of his gas. Puffing away, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yep. He had the he had the radio show, and then he had the Tomorrow, and then he uh, came back with a, another show on CNBC. When it first uh, came up, yeah, or when the network first started for for a while, so that was good stuff. I also like to listen. I listen to Larry King on the radio all the time. Really? Back in the day, yeah. yeah. Again, I was the only one in my class listening to Larry King, but uh, <clears throat> we used to listen to him when I worked at the pizza joint when I was in college. <laughs> Turn on Larry King every night. The customers loved it. <laughs> I know I miss him, and you may as well. You may too. Daryl Parks, WLW, the only sane man at that radio station who was evidently ended up getting fired because, well, he's sane. <laughs> 
talented man right there. Yeah. But, you know, public speaking isn't everybody's bag, Matt. No, it's Difficult not. to do. Going on. You know, I mean, as you can tell by the uh, lack of calls at 661-244-9852, people are scared. <laughs> yeah, huh? People get scared. I know. They call in to a radio show. They get scared to go on TV. They get scared to talk in front of <clears throat> in front of others. But luckily, Matt, the IWS yeah. advice columnist, Mr. Cliche Johnson, is here to help people out. Excellent. Because luckily for us, where did it happen this way? But on this week, he got a letter from somebody <laughs> who needed a little help with the idea of public speaking and going on podcast. All right. Wrong one. Wrong one. I got it. Here we go. Okay. Cliche. Cliche Johnson. <laughs> Well, hey there, folks. Clayton Shea Johnson giving out advice for IWS Radio. Got another letter this week from an IWS listener in desperate need of advice from someone he can trust. And you know what? I am so honored that he felt he could trust yours truly. So let's get to it. Hey there, Cliche. I have a little problem. I recently self-published my first novel titled The Hot Dogs Bark at Midnight. And it's doing pretty well on Amazon. And while that's great news, I've been invited on a podcast to talk about writing and self-publishing. That part I can handle. But there's more. The podcast is recorded in front of a live audience of around 100 or so people. I'm a terrible public speaker. Do you have any tips to help me get through this anxiety-inducing event? Thanks so much for your help. Terrified Tommy in Tucson. Well, thanks for your question, Tommy. I understand your fear. In my opinion, public speaking is one of the biggest phobias people have. It's not easy to get up there in front of a bunch of strangers and spill your guts. Even worse for you is that you're going to be interviewed. A double whammy. You have no idea what you might get asked about. Anything could happen. How do you know you won't get sandbagged by the interviewer? You're right to be a little nervous. Of course... If you weren't nervous, that would be a bad sign, too. Those butterflies in your tummy are just a sign that you're alive and you're a normal person. Public speaking doesn't come naturally to most people. Most of us have to work at it and perfect it. Hard work has its own rewards, though, and practice makes perfect. So I say practice a little before the interview. As for the audience, remember that they are there to hear you speak. This is not going to be a hostile crowd. Just relax and be yourself. There are a number of good ideas that you can take advantage of to help you with this. One of them is to imagine the audience naked. I've never cared for this much, though. I always get distracted by a real hottie sitting up front if I imagine her naked. Besides, that's sexist, and this is 2016. We should be past that kind of thinking by now. I find that Xanax works great, though. It's a mood leveler and always makes me feel and look cool, calm, and collected. Some people like red wine, and while wine is very relaxing, it makes me have to pee. One thing I do believe in is meditation. Just sit down and do some focused breathing and visualize yourself up there, knocking them dead. That'll do wonders for you. Just remember, 
You are smart, talented, and well-spoken, and people like you. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! Right there. That's right, and I want uh, I want the folks out there listening to take that advice and call us up at six six one two four four nine eight five two nine eight five two. You know, of the uh, current uh, crop of late night TV hosts, I like James Corden the best. Really? Yeah, I love his carpool karaoke. That's awesome. It's good stuff, especially the one with the red hot chili peppers and the one with the dowel. Those are my favorites. <laughs> okay. So, thought I'd share that with everybody. <laughs> and we appreciate it. And you can appreciate uh-huh. it, too, at 661-244-9852. <laughs> and, Jay, man, let me tell you, you know who else would make a great talk show host because he's got a plethora of ideas? On how to make a great talk show. The Fergmeister. Oh, yeah. Take it away. Take it away, Jesse. Hello there. Jesse Ferg here. You know, your friendly hell spawn. I've been contributing to the IWS radio show for some time now, and I have to say I have single-handedly made this show better. I mean, bigly. It's hard to top Matt and Jay when it comes to comedy, but I must try. And this means coming up with ways to make the IWS radio show a better program. But as Teach says, responsibility is a heavy responsibility, man. Here are just a few ideas I'd like to toss out there and see if they catch on. Have a two-hour drink-off show between Matt and Jay. What would they drink? Who can drink more? And more importantly, how would they host the show while being blitzed off their asses? Sure, their livers may take a beating, but it's all in the name of entertainment. How about a show where Jamie Maple Leaf Jello wrestles any and all comers? Now, I'd pay to see that, because that would just be hot. Then there's an idea dedicating a whole show honoring the honest and hard-working hookers out there. You know, the men who drew Carrie Bang before he became the host of The Price is Right. And then there's a handful of hookers who I paid for, but only pointed and laughed at me. How hurtful. <laughs> well. Goodness. All right, then. Jesse Ferg, tell it like it is, as always. Yeah, yeah. He's got more suggestions, too. We might get to them before the end of the show. Uh-huh. If not, we'll get to them next week because we got to play it or, or else. He'll kick our ass. Right. Oh yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't want Jesse showing up saying, uh, <clears throat> "Why didn't you play that other audio?" <laughs> exactly. When Jesse Ferg shows up to your door, it's either the best day of your life or the worst <laughs> day of your life. And it is completely up to you. Exactly. <laughs> to how that works out. <laughs> As to how things go. <laughs> As 
we approach the bottom of the hour here on the IWS radio show. You can always call in at 661-244-9852. In fact, J-Man, someone called in during show prep Thursday night, and it's the elephant in the room that we really need to get to. And, you know, something our legal team has been working overtime on. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, just listen to what took place Thursday night. We got a phone call. Oh, Jamie, we have a fucking phone call. Hello? Who's this? Hey, uh, this is Nurse Sherry. I'm looking for Jamie. Hello? Hello? Is this Jamie? I just want to know when he's coming back to Bagwine. We have some unfinished business here. You tell him he's a dead man. Ooh. Okay. What's yeah. When you're coming back to Bagwine, there's a little problem here you need to take care of. What's that? Well, he's about four months old. Anything uh-huh. else you want to hear about that? <laughs> no. You tell him he's a dead man. Yeah, Brian wants to have a conversation with you too, Jay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know that night at the next. I couldn't resist, <laughs> and now it's really quite me in the ass. It's being recorded. <laughs> You I'm keep sorry. laughing, pal. I can't be free of it. When you come so back. Well, I don't know. It's a long drive. What were you guys <laughs> doing during my wedding? Well, it was a Fairfax and Casano's pizza. I couldn't resist. <laughs> well, I can see <laughs> Yeah, there was cold Casano's pizza at the Fairfax. <laughs> Tours light. Yeah. Yeah. It was downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> but you enjoyed your time, didn't you, Sherry? No, not really. I think it was the worst <laughs> day of my life, actually. Oh, my God. Hey, man. No, that's that hurt. very hurtful. That's, that's very hurtful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when are you coming back, Jay? We got unfinished business. You keep changing the subject, but when are you coming back? Don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't Brian, know. did you hear that? I, I didn't know. Have right. a, I, uh, I didn't have the best experience either. Oh, whoa. Oh, Ow. oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, he just flipped the script, and I don't like that. Yeah, I haven't wanted to tell you who it was banging on doors, screaming, Brian, 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 <laughs> Brian that's right, yeah. <laughs> See, that's what happens. Now there's a little four-month-old here wanting to know where his daddy is. And what is the four-month-old name? Jay Fairfax. <laughs> <laughs> his, his daddy, his daddy is in room number 103. At the Drake. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's bad. That's the heroin <laughs> suite. Actually, I needed heroin yep. after that night. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Jay, when you get the courage, come on up and meet uh, J-Man Fairfax Walden. Sure, okay. And your cup, because Brian's looking for you. That's all I got He's to gonna say. Peel, Brian's going to peel you like an apple, J-Man. He's going to peel you. I doubt it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> him like a banana. <laughs> then he's going to drop in like a bad habit. That's all I'm going to say. All right. See you later, Daddy. That's what you, call, that's what you called me when we were at the fair. Hmm. <laughs> so what say you, J-Man? <clears throat> Mr. Well, Man about town? I, uh, Mr. I contacted your seed all over the place? I contacted the uh, 
our law firm. We love country. Yes. And, uh, I, and they are issuing a statement on my behalf, spokesman for the law firm right now. The events never happened. Never. All of these liars will be sued after the election is over. Excellent. <laughs> so there, there we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that's that the one burden about deal with it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one burden about being a talk show host. You, you get people sure. coming after you. Oh yeah. People make outrageous accusations. Exactly. They try to. They, they want to bring us down, Matt. That's what it is. They want to bring us down. Oh, I know. Although four months, that sounded pretty accurate. I mean, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you know, there's some people that want to ruin us, and then there's some people that want to. <laughs> Anyway. And I, J-Man, I know who one of those guys is. What the hell is that? There's like a car exploding outside my window. I don't know what that was. <laughs> J-Man, a guy who loves us and who loves the IWS School of Broadcasting, is one of my favorite guys. Take it away, guy. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an international internet radio star, but were too fickle and first-handedly frightened for your dream? Die on you, dick here, and let me tell you, even as a graduate of Amsterdam University, I was once a wannabe journalist, lividly languishing within the confines of a Nijmegen dumpster, when I heard about the RWS Radio School of Broadcasting. I signed up six years ago, completed the courses, and upon graduation have gregariously garnered many awards for broadcast journalism excellence, covered many a deranged and despotic government destructions, and all the while bagged and banged a boatload of Belgian babes along the way. The IWS Radio School of Broadcasting will bring out the best in you, and you'll get laid. <laughs> there you go. That's what it's all about. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't, you know, you can't go into rock and roll, just go into uh, broadcasting. Exactly. It is. Uh, it's a glamorous life. Really. It is. God, Take a look at Carson God. Daly. Yeah. Look at, look at what a fire brand he is. Well, I was going to ask you, God, how many sexy messages do you get on Facebook every day? God, it's probably uncountable. You would think, wouldn't you? You would think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and let me uh, 
take a look, quick look at Facebook here. Okay. See if I have any hot, sexy messages here. I did get one last night. Ooh, really? I, I currently don't have any messages. But uh, let's see. I got one last night from someone, and she said, uh, Hi, Jason. How are you doing? Cupcake. <laughs> Cupcake. She calls me Cupcake. Huh? Uh-huh. Is she from got Ghana? Me. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that's not it. I actually talked to Cracker last night. Yeah. Oh, did ya? Yeah. We had to repair a couple of rough patches in our relationship. Yeah, well, that happens sometimes. I've sure. kind of been in the same situation before yeah. with, with Cracker. But, you know, Cracker is uh, willing to talk things out. Yeah, and we did. These, uh, and it was a- Crazy, crazy wacko people who lose it. Yeah, huh? So, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to lose it with us, you could always lose it with us uh-huh. by calling in at 661-244-9852. And I see there were a, uh, a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of polls out today. Sunday seems to be a big day for release of polling. Sure. And uh, the uh, the polls all just you know really showing Hillary with big leads. But uh, uh-huh. our own in our own in house uh, political prognosticator uh, doesn't yeah. see it that way. Really, he, he doesn't. Uh, he thinks they're cherry picking some of these polls and they're ignoring a lot of the online polls. Uh, uh-huh. Donald Trump is doing much better. And or the so Halloween he includes mask everything. Poll. The Halloween mask poll that uh, Hillary's pulling out of uh, Florida, it was, you know, and some other stuff. So uh, just real quick here, let's see, uh, let's see how, where uh, where Mick Doris has things standing right now. Hello okay. again, folks. Mick <laughs> Doris, IWS Radio's political forecaster, here to update everyone on how the race stands. I have run my model more than 1 billion times now and am more confident than ever in Donald Trump's strong position in both the popular and electoral votes. Thanks to his very strong performance in the final debate Trump has pulled ahead by a big margin. I have Trump at 45% to Hillary's 40% with Jill Stein at 14%, even McMullen at 13% and Gary Johnson at 10%. In the electoral college there is more good news for Trump. His surging popularity has put him slightly ahead in California which more than offsets Hillary's slight recovery in Idaho, Wyoming, and West Virginia. Currently I have Trump at 367 electoral votes, Hillary at 154 and Jill Stein with 11. I'll be back next Sunday to let everyone know if there are any big moves by either side during the next 10 days. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Need to post that. On, need to post that on the blog and uh, see if we can get Donald Trump to retweet it for us. <laughs> yes, we can <laughs> but, uh, too. Yeah, a little surprising. 
that uh, Hillary would take the lead in West Virginia and Idaho, but you know, it's yeah. 2016's a wacky year. Wacky. She's a potato chick, so I can see that. Sure. She's kind of shaped like a potato. What? Hey, now. See, why do you got to do that, J-Man? That, you know, I don't know. I was just, the, the the inner Donald Trump came out. And I'm working. I'm working to to beat down that inner Donald Trump and get rid of it forever. All right. every, every once in a while. God. Every once in a while it happens. Hmm. So, anyway. Damn, Mick, Mick Doris will be back up. next week. Yeah, Mick will oh, be yeah, back I next can't week with, I love with another that. round. <laughs> and then, of course, he'll be back the week after that for his final prediction right before <laughs> the election. And next week, by the way, will be our annual, and this is always a big one. I mean a big one, our annual mm-hmm. Halloween extravaganza. Yeah, the Halloween spooktacular. The spooktacular, right? We are spooked. Or as we called it one year, J-Man, Halloween spectacular. Spooktacular and boobies, because who doesn't like boobies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of boobies, That's part of what makes Halloween great? It's all the boobies. And Jamie, call in at six six one two four four. Alright, and we've had some good times on. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll have to play the Raven. Classic. We'll play the Raven. Do we need to, do we need to redo it, or are we just want to leave it like that? It was pretty good the way it was. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, that would be quite I think the effort we to redo with it. So, the you're right. <laughs> we might have. It's all been downhill since the Raven. <laughs> Well, it's all been downhill since I asked Warrior Cat if Mexican kids sneak into the country to go trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> and we can get Cat to call in next week if she isn't working. That'd be great. Sure. Sort of a Halloween tradition. No one, J Man. Talk about. Go ahead. No, I was just she talked about her LSU Tigers who have turned yeah. things around. G-E-A-U-X Tigers. Oh, so pretentious. <laughs> what? No, they're Cajun. I don't care. That's worse than the U in flavor and color when you're speaking Canadian. Okay, I guess. You feel that way about people in uh, Gulf? Gulf? Gil- Gil- Guelph. Guelph. Oh, don't denigrate my favorite city, mister. I hate for Doc Ravage to get after me over that. Yeah, he was going to get, he was going to be on the show today, but I didn't have time to get to him. However, J-Man, I did have time to get to this guy, a talk show legend. One Mr. Don Imus. Oh, yeah. I love Don Imus. And um, when he went to Fox Business News a few years ago, this was his first show, and he he started off talking about his courageous 
battle against cancer. And um, Charles McCord would have none of it, and it's pretty damn funny. What's wrong? This is our first day on the Fox Business Network. More of the Do you have to bring that up on the first day? There are a lot of people who are tuning in, who are listening to, viewing the Imus in the Morning program sure. for the first time. Fine. Why I'm not doing would you want to alienate a potential new audience base? Don't start. What would be the point of you alienating I'm, a lot of people? I'm not trying. Everybody not. knows that you have prostate cancer. Yeah. Everybody. Yes. Headhunters in New Guinea know that you have <laughs> prostate cancer. Yeah. Lost tribes in the Amazon know that you have prostate cancer. Why are you doing this? No, I- <laughs> why do you want? Why do you think people are interested in your urinary tract defects? Nobody is. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a damn. You want to know why nobody cares? No. Because you have killed sympathy. Because you have gone on with this crap so long. No, you have killed sympathy. You have not only killed sympathy for yourself. You've killed sympathy for other cancer patients. You have sissy cancer. Your cancer is never going to harm you in any. Fatal way, you're going to get killed by something else, probably by somebody around here with a baseball bat if you don't stop it. And for God's sake, will you eat? Eat something. Who eats? Who eats habanero pepper sandwiches and drinks grape juice out of a sippy cup because of that woman you're married to, Florence Knight and Stupid, or whatever the hell with her Mother Jones cancer book? For God's sake, you've got to stop. <laughs> that is Arkansas right there. Arkansas's own Charles McCord. Exactly. Living down there in his devil wide. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, he he and Imus had a little falling out, as everyone yeah, does with they, Imus eventually. <laughs> oh sure. That's good stuff though. Yep. Florence Knight and Stupid. Oh my god, Deidre Imus is a horrid human being. Oh, she is. But you know who's great? Uh, you know who's a great human being? Who? Longtime Imus contributor, Mike Breen. NBA Hi. News, women referees. That's right, first time ever. <laughs> Two of them. There you go, Aloe. That's wacky. See <laughs> Cantor and Wendy Palmer, both in their 30s, both snappy-looking dishes, I might add. Oh, shut up. Hey, you suck too, Mike. What is Michael <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> no, you suck too, Mike. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey. Why do you hate women? Hey, get off the air. <laughs> off the side. What, hey, is, what does Michael Jordan think of the women, right? I don't know why. Uh, certain things you do with other referees you can't really say. Can't pat them on the butt anymore. Ah, oh, buttock comments. From MJ. Wow. Well, good, great. God, there's one of the women refs, Wendy Palmer. If I can go out on the court and, and perform and do the job, I think I have a, the same opportunity as any man. Let's hope she performs. Shut up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's on the court. You really are just an idiot. Right, <laughs> <laughs> <So> That's sports. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. That's not sexist at all. No, not at all. <clears throat> and by the way, I'd just like to point out, uh, thanks to BTR, the little uh, the little blue question mark thing doesn't come up, isn't coming up today. So if somebody were to call in and want to talk to us, we we wouldn't know if they wanted to talk or not anyway. 
I just noticed it never came up on me, and I clicked on it at the beginning of the show. So we don't know if Jamie wants to talk or not, if she's just listening. Because BTR is being BTR again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a question mark either. Don't have a hand up. Don't have nothing. I got crap. <laughs> don't even have the chat room working properly. Hell, no one may... We may not even be heard right now. Oh, boy. But you know what, J-Man? What, Matt-Man? There's always this. But I like to do a special thing with my Cool Ranch Doritos. I like to eat them. I've heard that about you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any video of this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that could be arranged. Oh. Ooh. I... Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. There's always that. There's always that. Yes. And don't we have some more Jesse Ferg to uh Oh shit. Enjoy? Yes, we do. And actually, this is funny. I say you um, an ass kicking, buddy. <laughs> what's that? I saved you an ass kicking by remembering that. Oh, you, you did. Holy cow. Ladies and gentlemen, he had some great ideas. Uh, these are even better if I can find them. <laughs> What the hell? It's like they're gone, James. Oh, here we go. Jesse Ferg, tell us how to make a great talk show. I have a brilliant idea for another show. Let's talk about talk shows. It's a talk show talking about a talk show. It's like opening Pandora's box on talk shows. We can talk about the gods of talk shows, Johnny Carson... David Letterman, and of course, Jerry Springer. We could also talk about the terrible talk show hosts, who have awesome bands, but only air nothing but nonsense by playing games with their guests because their interviewing skills suck more than a Tijuana crack whore. Oh wait, we're already doing that? Shit. Well, I have one more idea. More unblurred nudity. I mean, who doesn't want to talk about the election topless? Then again... We were at a point in this election where Donald Trump nearly whipped out his dick. I mean, if J-Man can hide behind a neighbor's tree at night, looking into windows, wearing nothing but a dark hoodie, he can surely host a show in the buff. And I'm practicing what I preach. I'm naked, even on this cold October day, while recording this. Sure, my nipples could cut glass now, but it's all for you, our entertained audience. This has been Jesse Ferg freezing his testicles off, tossing it back to the guys in the studio. <laughs> yeah, he's got some ideas there. A talk yes, show he does. Talk shows. <clears throat> and uh, Miss Jamie says that she did hit one and it's just not working. So why don't we bring Jamie on? Just so people can hear her sexy voice. Hi, what do guys. you say, Matt? Oh, Jamie! Jamie! Speak, Jamie, speak. 
Yeah, I've been hitting one and it doesn't do anything. You don't you don't get a response or anything like that. So I hung up and tried again. Same thing. Well, you have to hit one on your phone, not on your computer, Jamie. (laughs) I know that. Ooh. (laughs) That was that was sound of disapproving Jamie right there. <laughs> uh-huh. I hate disapproving Jamie. Sounds like I missed some action during show prep. She found Not out he really. was a daddy. You didn't miss. Oh, well, yeah, you no. did miss that. Very exciting. Just a desperate woman. <laughs> out there. I don't know. I heard the baby in Trying the background, man. Yeah, well, the problem is her her family is, you know, not happy with her. <laughs> her tawdry behavior. Another try, another woman trying to hook her wagon to your star. Yeah, she can't keep a job, yeah. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to hop on the the gravy train. Yeah. On the J train. Yeah, W.S. Gravy Train. train. (laughs) (laughs) They did that song Love Train about me, you know. They did? Wow, yeah, Yeah. I remember that. (laughs) That was about me. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded like Barney Fife right there. (laughs) (laughs) He did, didn't he? Feel good. Another one about me. <laughs> What's happening, Jamie? Nothing at all. You watch any good talk shows? Are you in yep, the talk watch, shows? Watch them all. Uh, love Johnny Carson. Like Letterman. Oh, I like Leno sometimes. It depended on who his guests were. I like Jay Leno himself, but. I just, I don't know. His talk show wasn't all that great. But I did watch it. Yeah. I got to tell you who I do like is Conan. I don't know why, but he makes me laugh. Steeler. Steeler. Joke Steeler. Joke Steeler. He does. He stole from me, Jamie. Did he? Yeah. J Man. He did. He did. What did Off he steal? The old uh, bagline, rumi- the old bagline ruminations blog. Yep. He swiped the joke in its entirety, almost. Yep. I had no That's idea. Okay. That's okay. You can still like him because, well, it's you. So go ahead Thank and like you. him. <laughs> Thank you. I Although love, I uh, will watching. make a mental note of this. Incident. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, I I I used to like Tom Schneider too. Oh yeah. He was good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wasn't it Steve Allen Jerry that used Springer? to host the? Uh, no. Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve Allen, Allen was the hosted original host before. Was he the original? He was the original host. Yeah. And then was there someone else after him? Jack Paul. Wasn't there, 
Oh, that's it. Yeah, Jack Parr. Never, obviously, I never saw those, but. Then Johnny Carson. Yeah. For 22 years. Wow. He was awesome. Mm -hmm. Then he had that. John Rivers? Did you you watch John Rivers' show? Yeah, I did. I, I didn't like it so much, but. I li- I li- I like Joan. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be contrary. Um, you know what I used to like was Dave Letterman when he had his daytime talk show. Oh, I did too. It was fun. Yeah. And it got yeah, it was. I thought it yeah, was funnier than his late night show. Oh, really? Back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Good. It's good stuff. Yep. Speaking and of daytime shows, Ellen is good. Yeah, I like Ellen. She makes me laugh. Yeah, she's very good. She's very funny. Yeah. And you know who else I used to like? Uh, hold on, it just slipped my mind again. It was a fake talk show, but the Larry Sanders show was very funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The late, great Gary Sandling. Yeah, oh, he was yeah. awesome. I love Gary Sandling. Yep. It's a good it's show. Fun. But J-Man, as you know... As we've talked about, nothing will top the Merv Griffin show done by Kramer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the greatest episode of Seinfeld ever. Oh, that was exactly. When Kramer finds the Merv Griffin set and he turns his apartment into a talk show. And what makes it so great is that is exactly what Matt and I would be doing if, I, if we lived in the same place. Is we would exactly. Be, it would we be would. IWS TV. The IWS TV, and we'd be inter- we'd be interviewing the Bug Man or maintenance people when they came by. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> the, the old lady lives down the hall and has the oxygen tank. She drags along behind uh-huh. her. <laughs> I have one right next door to me. Oh wow! <laughs> hey, you know who you didn't mention too was Mike Douglas. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to watch Mike Douglas. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. When I play the raspberries, go all the way, I always play it, the version that they did on the Mike Douglas show. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. That was a good show. Yep. All right. Well, we're down to a minute left, so I guess we're, I guess we're going to have to say goodbye to everybody. Okay. Great show. So we can't wait to hear the end song. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay. okay. So, I guess we'll get everybody out of here with a little bit of music, and then we'll go back and say our goodbyes in the after show. And yeah. since since we're all about talking, and everybody is talking, here is. Well, where the hell am I? I find oh my God! This is for the blooper show. Here we go. Here is Harry Nilsson with everybody's talking. Yeah, very good. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind People stop and stare 
calling in at the end and trying to save it. I tried to call in sooner. You didn't need saving. It was a great show. Have a great day, guys. Okay, well, and thanks, Jamie, for making fun of uh, J-Man's song selection. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They can't all all be good. Uh (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, Jamie. Bye. Bye, Jamie. At least, she you know? at least she didn't mock. At least she didn't mock Levon Helm. Yeah. It, well, she oh, probably man. wants to. Yeah. She'll probably get to that later. And she didn't didn't um, accuse you of fathering her baby, for God's sake. Right. So, <clears throat> Which uh, you know would allow me to. You know, we'd have, we'd have to get married, and I could move to Canada, and. After Trump's landslide victory, according to Mick Doris. 387 to 245 or whatever. Yeah. With Jill Stein picking up a few electoral votes. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right, J-Man. That's it. 
I think we might have one more Sunday at noon left. We'll find out here as the beer mine be ferments. And, it, <laughs> and it'll be all about the Halloween goodness. Yeah. Excitement. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.